Hello again, listeners, and welcome back to the Code Classic FL Podcast Manager Series. I'm your host, Solomon, and my co-host today, Jama. How's it going? I'm good, man. Nakam nak kaya Diego. Yeah, mangy cool, man. <laughs> um, today we have our second guest for the series, Mr. Christopher Blair. This is his second time here on the podcast, and he has an impressive 2020-2021 season, finishing in the top 10 of the Koto Classic Mini League with an overall rank of 177k. He also had a very interesting rivalry with his brother. Arthur. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. They were, yeah, they were neck and neck in the league, and he edged it in the end. He could not be here today to give his victory speech, but um, yeah. Yeah. Christopher, welcome. Thank you, thank you so much. Good to see you guys. Nakam, Chama, boys, good. Cool, man. Yeah. you back, man. Diego. lost. for me. Ah, boy, yeah, for sure, man. You know, after I did not win any of the leagues I was involved in, I decided, you know, I'm done. Let me just like hibernate for a while until the Take starts. a break. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay. Um. So for those of us, uh, um, this is Chris. So it's Chris's second time being here. So um. If you didn't listen to that episode, you can go back and listen to it. But just for those people that are listening to this one, um, can you please give us a brief intro like uh, about yourself, background information, like current location as well? Yeah, um, well, you started. My name is Christopher. I was uh, born in Gambia, raised in Gambia, went to school in Gambia. Um, um, I've been here my whole life, basically. So um, okay. football is my biggest hobby. I love football so much. Most of the scars and my in my body uh, from football <laughs> so um yeah it's just it's just about yeah. yeah and i'm still in gambia here in this beautiful country of ours so yeah, yeah. but i am definitely missing football i'm missing the premier league a lot mm. okay uh, we have the euros going on but we'll talk about yeah, that later sure. but yeah okay um uh, so what are your hobbies? Obviously, you said football. Do you like cooking as well or something? I, uh, added to that? I like to try cooking. Most of the time, it only comes out to what I eat alone because you know, nobody's going to eat it, you know. Uh, my mom is a great cook, <laughs> but I did not get any of that from her. I didn't inherit any of that. Uh, so most we'll of the time, I'm eating her food, you know, I'm telling you. But I love walking yeah. on the beach as well. Beach is an amazing place here in the Gambia. It's nice yeah. and clean. I mean, I, I really like it at all. And uh, I started getting into photography for the last month. Because I feel so sad that I didn't win any of the FPLs. So I'm going around taking pictures like this, you know, like a sad guy. But it's cool. So. Yeah, it's I'm good to go on, Gambia. Do they talk? No, do they talk? It's true. bro. That's the problem, man. But, but, but the thing is, once you leave, man, you, you're on your own. You don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I started cooking when I went to Japan because I didn't have a choice, man. I had to start cooking. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, YouTube. That's... Just go to YouTube, man, and just you know, click anything you want. You can find it. But that's where buru and butter comes into place because it's already there. You just eat buru and butter and tea and you ponce it and then, you know, you're quite happy until the next day. Oh, yeah. Nice. Easy going. <laughs> yeah. So we know, as we know, um, you are a Liverpool fan because you have been in the pot like yeah, yeah, in the world. So, so it it was a very rough season as a Liverpool fan because you know we are we share that, <sighs> we that, share that, that tough that. season together. Yeah, it was a really tough one. So how would you um read the Liverpool season? How do you view the Liverpool season at the end of this at the at, at the end of the day? It was a very difficult one. But how would you rate it? How? What's your view on the Liverpool season last season? Well, you know, in the beginning of the season, we did very well. We started well. 
we were winning games. I thought it was impressive. But of course, after that, we just started seeing Liverpool like five years ago, conceding, conceding, nothing was happening. And it was sad to see just our front three not scoring anymore. There's no Salah goals, Mane goals, Firmino goals, just always scoring, scoring. So it felt like it was the uh, end of the era. But, I mean, I think you'll also agree we ended up in Champions League. We also beat Man United 4-2. Yeah. I think Jota, you know, okay. Firmino scored. I think that for me, it was the best. Like, beating United and qualifying for Champions League is how we grew up. That's all we know what we do. You know, we never won anything for the last 10 years, you know, uh, growing up in high school. Oh, nice. So, yeah, like you mentioned, like, the United game was the best moment for you. Yes. So, would you rate, rate that moment higher than the Alisson goal? I didn't see the Alisson goal. I was watching it with my brother, and then it was 1-1, uh, I think. And then I was like, you know what, me, I'm done. I just went to my room. And then I just saw, I just heard my brother screaming from the room. And I went there, and I, I had to Google and YouTube for the goal. But, yeah, I didn't share that moment. Okay, you missed that uh, moment. I missed that moment, yeah. That was a special moment for Liverpool fans. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've not celebrated many Liverpool goals in, over the past few years, even when we are winning the leagues and all those kind of things. I'm usually the one who is very reserved when it comes to celebrating. Okay, okay. But that goal, I said goal, I was up there jumping in my room 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. in the morning, jumping out <laughs> like a crazy man, you know. Yeah, it was a big moment for us in the season, and I think that was the, that was the turning point. Yeah. I think you guys needed that that goal to go in because it 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 gave the team confidence and that was a turning point for you guys in the season. If we did, if we lost that 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 game, I think it would have been it wouldn't have been the same. You wouldn't have made it to the, the no. Champions League. Yeah, I think it's a big goal. And I also hear that he's leaving. Yeah. So I mean, he scored now. He's going. That's oh, what I heard. No he's time. leaving. Who's that? Allison. I heard Allison? that he's leaving. No, no, he's not leaving. He's gonna sign a new yeah. contract. He's about to sign a new contract immediately after the uh, Copa America. Copa America. Ah, yeah. So he was looking he for more money, basically. That's what he was doing. Because I heard stories yeah. that he wanted to leave, and well, oh yeah. Who will buy him? Who who is gonna pay hundred million for Alisson? No one. Hundred million. Who who's Liverpool... asking hundred million to to buy? That's Alisson. what I'm telling you. Liverpool sent Alisson for sixty-seven million, so they will not sell him for anything wow. less than sixty-seven. You, he's you a better him for sixty-seven million. Yeah. Yeah, he's a better goalkeeper now. He's a better goalkeeper now than he was when he came. He's a Premier League champion. He's a Champions League like champion. So who's gonna sell him? He's still twenty six years old or something like that for a goalkeeper. He's at the That's peak expensive of his... for a keeper. I actually think it's more. It is very it was expensive. Eighty million. I think it was eighty million. It was him and Kepa we were supposed to buy, and then we went with him instead. Kepa was Kepa was Kepa was Kepa was seventy one million. Yeah, seventy one million, and then we signed Alisson, and then the Chelsea just break that record. They didn't want us to hold that record. That is foolish. But yeah, Alisson is a top goalkeeper. He completely transformed Liverpool, and he's a big part of what happened over the last two three years. Yeah. The Champions League, the European, the league, and the you know the Euro, the, the club World Cup, all those kind of things. The stability. I think he was the final piece of the jigsaw for Liverpool when he came. Jeez. Okay. All right, so um, one more question on Liverpool because this, as a Man U fan, this I can't really you know comment much. But yeah, um, what are what are your ambitions for the for the club next season? What do you think you guys can achieve? I don't want to disappoint myself because I was really thinking this this year we were going to win all. I thought we won the Premier League. The curse yeah. is broken. We're going to win all. What happened? Dara, yeah. we can win nothing. So, for me, I'm going to go with the basic Liverpool tendencies that I have in my heart. Let us just beat United home and away. 
and qualify for Champions League mm -hmm. and maybe go to the final of Champions League again. Me, I just want to I just want to have the fight. I just want us to go and try and win something <laughs> because me, I don't believe we'll win anything anymore as a Liverpool fan. Me, I think that's it. But I think I have to disagree with you very much there because, yeah, last season was a consequence that happened that caused Liverpool to have that terrible season. There was a lot of things happened. Like you say, the strikers were not scoring goals at the end of the day, but it did not start there, you know. Um, I don't like to make a lot of excuses because injuries and all these kind of things are part of football. Van Dijk. Usually, I am the one who will ad who will advocate for somebody. If Van Dijk is injured, there is uh, Joe Gomez or there is Matip to cover his tracks or something like that. But the problem was the whole system was completely destroyed. The defensive system for Liverpool was completely destroyed. Van Dijk went, um, Matip followed him or Joe Gomez followed him, Matip followed him. So Liverpool, at the end of the day, they started the season with three senior centre-backs. All these three centre-backs were out by January when Liverpool were actually at the top of the league. So we started moving central midfielders into defence, started bringing these young, 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 really young players with no experience to come and be the saviour for Liverpool. So, yeah, it was just a really, really bad one in terms of luck, in terms of, yeah. Every of course, performance-wise was... I, I like to blame a lot of other issues, a lot of factors. The, the performance of some players did not live up to expectation. But, yeah, I think luck played a very huge part in Liverpool season last season. But... Yeah, that's why at the end of the season, I was really content with where we finished, finishing in the top four. That was not I the think... ambition when the season started, but at the end of the season, yeah, I would have taken that like in a heartbeat. I think we all knew that once you guys lost 7-2, that it was not going to be a normal season for you guys. You see, opening new wounds. No, actually, like, I... wounds I... Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that, was, that was, to be honest, for me, that was the turning point in the whole season. I was like, whoa. As in Villa. 6-1, just a few hours before from Manchester United and Tottenham. And then next thing you know, 7-2. I was happy because it's like nobody can focus on our, our losing 6-1. Okay, then you can focus on Liverpool 7-2. And this whole thing was playing. So it was like, this season yeah. is going to be a different season. And we also yeah, that it was a different season. Seven two was a bad score. Yeah, it was a bad score. It was a bad day at the office. But we have those kind of bad days. Uh, no, no, this, this this was serious, man. This is not any just bad day. This is no, 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 no. Yeah, we had <laughs> we had some bad days at the office. I would say because uh, season before last, when we were in the league, we like we were flying with like everything we have. We are really flying, and then Watford, the team that was bottom of the league, all of a sudden out of nowhere, just come and break our. 28 games on beating run. Liverpool have gone 27 games with win. It was three goal. goals, no? I think. So, yeah. 3 0. Yeah, 3 0 within before, before half time or something like that. Yeah, it was a bad one. Yeah, that was a, just a bad day at the office. I would not blame the season based on the, that one because at the end of the day, in January, Liverpool were at the top of the league. When this year was ending, Liverpool were still at the top of the league. But just they could not cope with the number of setbacks that they have during the course of the season. They, the, the team could not cope with those setbacks. Yeah, it was just too much. It was overwhelming, the, the setbacks, to be honest. Okay. Um, enough about the open wounds and Liverpool. So, let's jump to international football. <laughs> uh, there are two tournaments right now. The Euro 2020 is going on and the Copa America. But I think people are more focused in the Euros. Uh, do you watch any of them, Chris? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. No, I haven't been watching much of the football in the yeah. Euro. I do kind of watch the highlights sometimes, maybe before okay. bed. Uh, but I really want England to do something. I've, I I see they've qualified there now in the other oh. rounds. So um, I think we're playing Germany. This one would be a very interesting game. I think we have uh, England has a lot of uh, a grudge against England. I think last time Frank Lampard did score a goal, 
in in the world oh yeah that was that was yeah that was heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Yeah, so i feel was. like maybe this is our time to shine but otherwise no i don't do you guys watch you're watching all of them are you an english fan i am a very big england fan but also me i've kind of given up with england this i'm coming home i'm coming home but it's not it's been a while <laughs> yeah, i've been heartbroken a lot are you yeah, with Solomon, right? Solomon is also an English yeah. fan, right? I'm an, I'm, I'm an English fan, but a very realistic Exactly. One. I okay. like England because I support Manchester and some of my players play for England. But the problem is supporting England is really, really stressful. Yeah, <laughs> but me and you were torn It's tired, you know? <laughs> we have the players, the talent is there, but it just doesn't click. It hasn't been clicking for a long for time. For a long time. So I don't know, maybe I think it's manager. But let's see, I don't let's know. See. I, don't, I feel like it's the manager. Oh. You need to bring a foreign manager to treat these people and to train these people, uh, and then I feel like we can actually make a make an impact in the you know in the world. Yeah, I think I think there's more to it. I think in England, to be honest, people think that the teams are, like the players or the team is better than what it's supposed to be. So there's so much pressure on the players to really come out and perform. But if there was no pressure from the media for these players to perform, they would have really been just, you know, relaxed and go out there and do their thing. They're capable. But the problem is, if you're an English coach, you are on so much pressure to even maybe pick a player to take to the tournament. It's it's different kinds of pressure. But I think you're right. I think the best thing to do is probably just to get a foreign coach who doesn't really care about whatever they they say on the papers. Exactly. You're good. You're, you're shit. Yeah. You're good. You're shit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just, just go ahead. You know. Yeah. So, yeah what do you like, support, Chama? Well, I'm not. Me, yeah. uh, for me, international football. I'm, I'm not a big fan of international football. I'm, I used to be a very huge Brazil fan, something like that, but not anymore because, yeah, I think all my emotional attachment now is on club football. So everything I do is like Liverpool and something like that. So I will support England if Trent was there, if Henderson was playing, I will be supporting England. I would want them to win. But the fact that both of them and neither of them is really playing right now and Trent is out injured. But I can see how how valuable he would have been in that team. Hurricane is struggling to get goals and stuff like that. If Trent was there, he would be so creative for him. I know people don't like him, especially when you support other clubs. Um, sometimes it's like this. That is, that is another problem with England, you know. every Almost all the England fans, they are first club football, then England. Yeah. So always... Because they are, because of the rivalry, so it's just difficult to be an English English fan when you are like a very passionate club fan. So yeah, but yeah, for the Euros, I would, I'm supporting ne- Netherlands because there is Wijnaldum captaining them and Scotland or something like that, <laughs> but not England. <laughs> okay, so uh, any favorite players in the in the, the Euros, Chris? Um, not at all, honestly. Um. I have no favorite player. It was going to be Trent. I was really supporting Trent to, and then just exactly was what yeah, was saying. And, <laughs> and then he just choked, and then he hurt himself, and he's out. So I like watching. I would like to watch Liverpool Liverpool players play in some of these games, but I don't have a very specific player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Chama, do you have a player that you support? Yeah, in, in the English team, I have a few players that I like. Uh, somebody like Foden, even though I'm not a Man City fan, I just love that boy when I watch him play. But he's not doing it for England in, on the big stage. I would like to see Sancho play, but the fact that he's moving to United, I'm not so keen on watching him play. You see? Another, another thing. And then... Uh, <laughs> the 
support England, you don't need to bring Manchester. No, that's the thing. I'm not an English fan. I'm not an English fan. That's the thing. But then there is Saka. So Saka is my star player in the English team. I would say. But yeah, I look at other teams. I've seen some very good players around. Like uh, Denmark, they have this young guy who took the place of uh, Eriksen. He's a 19-year-old. Damn start. He scored a goal last game. And he looks like a very top, top player. He, yeah, actually, yeah, I play the fantasy phone, the fantasy game for fun. Okay. Yeah, he, these are the kind of players. I'm, I'm actually going for the players that I love in the game rather than the players that that's why i cannot get chris in my team because i don't like him i know he will score he will punish me every game but it's just that i'm playing for the fun and getting the players i love so kind of so because yeah. because, because chris used to be a manchester uh christian yeah, yeah, used to be a manchester legend well, he's a legend so he's a legend therefore, I Chama wouldn't choose him. <laughs> yeah i respect <laughs> him i respect him as a football i respect him 100 as a football i know he see his values and all those things but just because of I don't have any players of owning him other than, you know, him giving me the points. Yeah, If it was Fantasy Premier League, which I take very seriously, I w- he would have been in my team 100% because I know I know what he offers you, you know. Okay. No problem. Um, so moving on to, um, this is a, a milestone for the Gambia national team. I think they qu- we've qualified for the first Africa Cup of Nations in forever okay never had this yeah in forever so uh what are your thoughts on that chris i mean it's a great thing because i've never heard i remember my dad was telling me that it's been a long time since uh gambia has ever challenged anything and i remember uh with him we were watching gambia under 17 go to peru and how exciting it was watching uh, watching our boys play abroad in a major tournament and even though it was under 17 we beat brazil 3-1 i remember that game so well so, I mean, I can't wait to create new memories like that again. I feel like we will definitely try. Even if we don't, of course, we are not favorites to win. win it, yeah. But let's try and make an impact and make our name at least out there. On the international, On the international stage. stage. Yeah, we need, we, we need that, to be honest. I, I was surprised. I wasn't really following the, the qualifications, but when they did, I heard about it. And obviously, I was happy. Yeah. So, this is just. A, I hope this is the, the start of something. I hope great. so, too. I hope so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, okay, so now we get into the FPL chat. Yeah, let's get yeah. to some real business, man. Some real business, <laughs> today, all these today, other things on here. Thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so we just do a quick recap of your season. Uh, okay, of your FPL history, just uh, just a short one. Okay. So when did you start playing FPL? About five. And what were the reasons why you started playing it? About five years ago, uh, my brother-in-law got me into into the league. And he was like, um, it's for money. I will pay for you. Try. And I remember after a while, I was like, this is so complicated, you know. And uh, But after another season, um, I started getting into it. And now I'm a little bit of an addict. Because, you know, there's no better feeling than seeing your name and your team on top of the league and you see all these other people who talk all the way on the bottom and you're like ah you know okay so like uh yeah so really fpl great okay i see that's 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 the good i think you said this in the last time but they just saw people that are listening yeah yeah it's like so it's like you like like the competition i like the competition a lot of it yes it makes me feel like a real manager all right. Nice. So, so how was your season last season? How will you rate your season? It, was it a very successful one based on what you said, what the targets you set, you set for yourself at the start of the season, or was it a like 
you know yeah well i mean in the beginning yeah i'm not going to lie i made my team and i left it for a week or two first to see what other players i'm going to bring into it you know because after the first it's hard so i set a team and i had bamford and i saw bamford was scoring a hat trick so with just my first teams um they started giving me points and some uh space between everybody already in most of my leagues so then i started building my team from that and I had the best season I've ever had. I've never, I've always been 20, 30 position, but this time I'm all, I'm top 10. So I feel like it's a good start this year, uh, last year. So this year I'm definitely going to start again, just full force. I'm going to study like a, like an exam, everything, you know. <laughs> you know, top 10, top 10 in the Kodu Classic, right? Yes. Yeah, you finished yeah, top 10, finished, yeah. Um, is classic, right? eight, that's nice. eight, yeah. Eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and nice. with overall um, rank of 177k. 177,000, which isn't bad. It's my most. Yeah. I'm always like 3, 4 million, I think. It was the worst. So did you set up any targets uh, before the, the start of the season, la last season? No, I didn't have any targets. Usually in the, in the FPL, as I said, I'm always challenging 20 and uh, 20 position. So my target was to start strong. So I remember, remember doing a lot of research and watching a lot of YouTube videos and it really got me into a, a trance of, of, of football and I picked a good team and let it go for a few weeks and I started building from that. So I think, yeah, I did I did have a successful season, I believe. I mean, I should be proud of it and not talk uh, talk down. Like, uh, Chama, you did better than me even, I think. Yeah, yeah Chama, Chama, Chama had his... his, his uh... He struggles. He, I think he started off very well. He was flying so high that he didn't want to do anything, just relax and let the team do the work yeah. for him, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, it, was a, it was a very unprecedented season, like you know. Yeah, it was a it, difficult it was. season. It was. I, I love I love it because of the chaos. I love I really love the chaos where you have to be proactive. You have to be active as a manager. You have to do things every time because anything can happen. There could be an uh, a schedule changes or something like that. A player can have corona. And so you have to manage all these kind of situations. So I love that, but it was a very, very difficult one. And sometimes it was not the best. But yeah, overall, for me, generally, um, I did not have my best season, of course. Um, uh, I finished uh, top 144,000. But because I set my target so high at the start of the season, um, the, the moment I I, 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 I drop off that target, like I, it was not realistic just, anymore. Yeah, it it was think, not realistic yeah. anymore. I, I started doing some rash, rash decisions. But yeah, my second half of the season was not the greatest. After all, it was not the greatest. So I hope to improve on that next season, hopefully. Mm, okay. Um, Chris, can you remember your, your key moments in the season? Um, uh, the first one is your best game week of the season. Most likely the one that you had the highest score. I remember I once. Um, well, I'll be, there's one. There's one moment that stands out the most, and uh, it is not a successful uh, day, but it is a moment that it really stands out. And it was when me and Alfred were neck to neck, and we were going. Yeah, and then, I remember two or one points yeah, or so. And then he he made a, a really big gamble, and then he put in bail and captained him. And that same week, he scored a hat trick. I will never forget this yeah. day. And I feel like that moment has shattered all the good moments of FPL because that's when I knew that's it. I've lost, you know. You, you're gonna lose this. I'm one. gonna lose this <laughs> one. So really, I have to give him to, uh, give him that one. And yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember still. That was the week. He... Sorry. I mean, that was the week he was manager of the manager of the week. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he had the highest because it was a low scoring game week. I remember very low scoring. So people had all the 
the usual suspects didn't actually no. come out to play. I think there were a lot of blanks. So Ben was the only one that got like that really high point, and he captained him. So it was like, wow. yeah, you didn't even see that coming. <laughs> and I, the, that was a good, that was in a the first few weeks, I captained Bamford, and he's got a hat trick as well. So that was the best memory I can remember in the beginning. And of course, Alfred's moment just shattered it all. But you know, that's FPL for you. That's why we love it. So that was like your that was your worst. That week was my ever. worst week ever. Yes. And your and your 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 moment of the season, like the, the can you remember? Yes, it would be Bamford. At least a good memory. Yeah, uh, oh, the the, the, the hat trick. Yeah, captaining Bamford hat trick that pushed me first and like more than thirty points ahead of everyone. Uh, but that at the moment I was not part of Koto Classic. I was only part of my own uh, FPL with my friends. So when I came into FPL, I was fourth. I was like, yeah, okay. And then it was pretty high. Yeah, yeah you came with it. Yeah, you came with a buggy, right? But yeah, I, I, I realized something too about your team last season. Um, I think Kane was the player you captained the most. Kane. I realized you only you, you, cap, you captained Salah, but only four times or something like that. And uh, I realized that you only, also did not own Salah at the start of the season. No. You went for money. I went for money, right? yeah. Yeah, what was the thinking behind that? Did you think that, um, yeah, because I know there was a lot of hype between Mane and Salah before this season, because the previous season, they they had the same number of goals, yeah. and people were like, okay, close, now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think Solomon started the season with Mane too, if I'm not right. Or Salah? No, Salah. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't joke with my Salah. No. Salah <laughs> number one so, but, draft. Yeah, but because as a Liverpool fan, I think if you, you know what he offers you, especially when it comes to fantasy tabs. But I don't know how, uh, as a Liverpool fan, you can be kind of uh, blinded by the outside noise to go with Mane. I don't say Mane is not a good player, but when it comes to fantasy, when it comes to giving you points, Salah is always at the top. So <laughs> why would you go for Mane as a Liverpool fan instead of Salah? Watching Salah play irritated me because the guy will do the same thing. Doing this, I want to watch players and enjoy players and get points from them. Salah okay. is a great player. He can score goals. But it, it wasn't fancying me at the moment. And everyone was going for Salah. So I wanted to be a bit different. So I decided, who is like Salah, plays in the same team, I can enjoy playing? Mane. So I just went with Mane. And I, I, it was okay. I feel like I benefited from it a little bit. Don't forget, Salah was going through nine games with 1.2 1. points. You know? No, but, 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 but the first game was a hat trick. How did you feel after the first game? I don't want to talk the about it. The first game leads hat I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I think that was also one of my worst, 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 uh, worst games of the season yeah. because people that captain captain uh, Salah had like almost forty I points. I swear, uh-huh. he scored like twenty. Uh, he had twenty points, and if you captain him, it was forty. I actually went with Aubameyang. Okay, the guy that disappointed yeah. disappointment of of a season that he had. So, <laughs> I think yes, you're actually right with that. Um, so you wanted to be different. That's why you you went with money. Yeah, you can you can call it a very bad decision. I don't know. You can call it, no, it's not a bad. Decision. I don't think it's a bad decision at all. Yeah, will you so. will you yeah. do will you do it again? Yes, I will do it again. <laughs> I think Mane had a had a had a decent end. I think to the season, and I feel like he's now in Senegal. I think I saw him eating mangoes. He's going around. I think he's oh, yeah, he's going around. My guy, just, just he's just getting hot. Living, you know, living his best <laughs> living life. Living his huh? best life. So I think he's gonna come back with good energy. He's gonna start scoring. I I I, I can't wait. I really I'm gonna put him in. Okay, okay. I'm I'm putting that one on note. Okay. I will see your team on the first game. Of the, <laughs> first game. That's a bold game move, but yeah, I think, that's a bold think, move. Yeah, I think you can you can't go wrong because they have been close for the past few seasons. It's only last season that Mane had a really like bad season, and it's not bad per se. It's just unlucky, unlucky. because he was on form, but just the goals were not just coming. 
So who knows, you know, what can happen this season. Yeah, they have been close close only one season. And that was when they scored the same number of goals. That was season before last. Because the previous season, Salah has completely (laughs) outscored him in every single season. Salah has completely outscored every player in the game in every single season. Not just Mane. So Mane was just in the same thing with him. And then he happens to score the same number of goals. They share the golden boot. They share the... Even though they share the golden boot, Salah had the highest number of points the same. But Mane was more active in the game, you know. Mane is more. And that is the thing. If, if, that's if, the if, thing. That's that, but if that's you're not going FPL. with like yeah, the eye test. Honestly, you enjoy watching Mane more than you enjoy times. watching Salah. Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, because it's... But, but but the thing is, things are changing because recently, just the season before, we you saw Mane's frustration when Salah refused to pass to him. Remember mm-hmm. that that scene that he created. On I the, remember. On the line. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think yeah. the reason why maybe you guys didn't do well is because Mane had a change of. The way he approached the game this past season was because he was mm-hmm. a bit more selfish. So if yeah. you imagine, okay, this is this season is going to start now, and he starts being more selfish, doesn't pass to Salah all the time. Uh-huh. Maybe for the first time you start seeing something change. Maybe Salah will have less goal, and then Mane will be the FPL. But, I mean, go but, to. But, you never know. Yeah, but it, but the thing is, Salah is not Mane is not the creator for for Salah. You will have some two create two number tens who are playing at fullback yeah. who create all the goals That's they it. have. So the goals are not coming from Mane and Salah. Yeah. They can play a whole season without assisting each other, and then they will still score both of them yeah. because the goals are not created by them. Okay, I would like I would love to see Salah for the first time have more points. Uh, I mean, Mane have more points than Salah. Even though I'm a Salah guy, this season well, is the Salah, season. Obviously. This is the season. <laughs> This is the season. Everyone will watch. No, I don't know. Okay, so um, we all know that the season, this past season, was like a headache of a season. I always say this. It's like three seasons in one. Yeah. With all the commotion, all the, the, the scheduling, all the triple game weeks or whatever, even, even there was one, and the double game weeks and the cancellations. How did you deal with it? Because I feel like if you missed one week of not making transfers, you could see yourself falling behind. You had to be on your game all the time, making the changes at the right time, being there for all the announcements. So how did you manage with that? Well, I had an uh, alarm. Um, it was from the app itself. It will always tell me, uh, make your changes now before, you know, and that was just always the confirmation. It's very important. I've actually missed a few game weeks and, um, oh. and it actually proved benefit because I would have a free, extra free transfer and that same team would actually perform very well, you know. So um, I'm thankful for that, for the missing sometimes. But um, I usually have an alarm that keeps me and dist- I, don't want to, I don't want it to stress me too much, you know, the fixing of teams. Um, but let me not lie, I'm up every night on a fantasy um, before going to bed. So, yeah, I don't know. It, this is too much. Even the question is stressing me out. Like, I remember when we were, yeah, I'm telling you, we used to, I remember always at night I would be sleeping and thinking, hey, let me just check. Is today Friday? Saturday? Is there a game today? Going to check. I'm like, wait. And I'm like checking the time. It's just, I don't know. It's, 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 it's stressful to be honest. And can you imagine being in Japan where all the games are playing, are being played whilst you're sleeping and then you wake up sometimes and even... You can't even get a good night's sleep sometimes. You wake up at five to check up your phone to see maybe if your team is being well. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you imagine? Yeah. It's, it, was, it was stressful. It, it is. really was. It was stressful. I mean, yes. So at least we have, yeah. we've, gone through, we've gone through that. Chama, yeah? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean that's why um, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, eye test, maybe, because of the I don't have the opportunity to watch all the games like most people. Like, when you are 
like in Gambia or in the UK, the time is very right to watch games. But since I came to Japan, it's like quite hard yeah. to watch games. It's been difficult. So that's why I start became so predominant in what I do when I play fantasy. I have to look at the stars and uh, I try to ignore the the eye test too a little bit. But I use the eye test though. Yeah. So yeah, it was a hard season, especially with games the way they were separated. But hopefully this season we are a little bit back to normal. I can see some three three o'clock kickoffs like which will be around 11 in Japan, like four or five games kicking up at the same time. So those things will help you, you know. Yeah, it helps That's as a manager, for sure. Okay. So what were the key lessons? I'm sure you learned a few things this season. Uh, I mean, last season, sorry. So what were the key lessons that you learned and your key takeaways for that you can apply to next season going forward? Well, key lessons, don't forget to fix your team. That's number one. Um, another key lesson, don't let your younger brother beat you because he's not going to stop talking about it. Um, yeah, just on and on. Bragging rights, just bragging for, rights for, for that. Next year. Yeah, but um, I think I'm going to be... I think what I did last season was I started doing a lot of... Um, not a lot, but a few times I would do differential captains. I would think about going for someone who's on form maybe and try to captain him when no one else is. And it did not work out very well. But I believe it's because I didn't do much research into it. It was just a little bit of heart. Yeah. I think I went for Perrier one time. I captained him, and I think he got minus one. And this is, like, yeah. unbelievable, you know? Uh, so I will definitely try to do more research with my differentials this coming year, I think, definitely. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That's nice. So, yeah. yeah, I, 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 yeah like you said, this, this, the game has been launched recently. Um, the fixtures are out. The prices of the players are out. Do you have any players you... you like some some early bargains or some early good picks you see there or is it money is the early money is already there? inside my team i told you this money <laughs> um i haven't i haven't even um i haven't really done even the the team yet but i already have a picture of what i think i think this time i would like to have allison in goal i think maybe go for allison okay. goal and um have money and i'm going to try and see foden you were talking about Foden. he had a great season I think City might be starting him more this coming season. Um, and, of course, maybe Mr. Trent, if he doesn't want to choke the first few days, the first few weeks, you know, with his injury. But what about you? What do you think? Who do you have in your team? No, but, but yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna just ask a little question okay. um, about Alisson. Why did you choose the premium keepers? Well, because when you... it comes to goalkeepers, fantasy-wise, yeah, we are Alisson always... Alisson is the premium keeper, you know. He's a premium keeper. He's the most expensive keeper in the game, yeah. but he's not usually the keeper with the highest points, you know? Yeah. Um, I think goalkeeping, goalkeeping situation is a place where you don't want to spend a lot of money, but you want to get the points. And usually the points are not coming from the expensive ones, unlike in midfield or in attack, where the, the premium ones give you the points like defense. But okay. goalkeeper, I think the, the points are usually coming from keeper players. Why do you think Alisson, as a 6 million goalkeeper, will be... A good choice. I'm not saying he's not going to have the clean seats and all those kind of things. He can have them and he can have the highest number of points. But it is going to be worth it to pay six million when you can have the keeper. Well, I'm trying to put him in in the beginning, maybe the first six weeks, because I want to try and capitalize on those clean sheets. Liverpool are good, I think, in the beginning when it comes to defending and maybe getting zero zeros. I'm trying to think of Liverpool as a whole. Um, I think the first okay. six seven games, maybe put him in there and see how he performs. But I don't think I'll keep in, keep him in for the whole season. Of course, I might be going for some okay. other cheaper goalkeepers to push my strike or my defense. But I want to start strong and yes. have a good defense that's going to give me more of the clean sheets. So I think okay, Alisson is, is my goal. 
I I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I agree with that strategy. I think because of um, Liverpool's fixtures are one of the best in the league, apart from Manchester. I think they and Manchester United have the best fixtures. So to go with the Liverpool goalkeeper at the, in the beginning, I think you will have the points because usually before game week nine, everybody is gonna do the wild card or something like that. So you have the opportunity to move. So yeah, by going with a premium goalkeeper at the start, it's a good strategy to go with, in my opinion. I will not do it personally, but I think it's a very, it's not a bad strategy to go with. Okay. I think if it's funny because it's only um, people used to like choose the the best keepers, like the Allisons and the, what's this guy in Man City? What's he called? Edison. 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 Yeah. So they used to have the premium keepers. I remember because like you want your defense to be the best. You know, if you see a best a good keeper, you think oh he's gonna get you all the points, but. It's only two seasons ago that we realized that oh wait, having the most expensive keeper doesn't mean he's gonna have all the points. No, it's when Pope. Pope, I, I remember when people used to like when I had Pope. Uh, I think the season where he just you know was just doing getting all the points, the bonus points, like every con- every game consistently. Mm-hmm. That they realized oh wait, just because he's expensive doesn't mean he's the best keeper. So then people started changing their strategy. So last season a lot of people, you know start getting all the like the martinez's and all the other good, good keepers so for me i i never spent money <laughs> on expensive keepers i was like what's the point okay he play he doesn't play so i just choose one keeper let him ride out the whole season no problem but now we are just like, like, changing their game yeah people are changing their game now they're trying to see where they can you know get more more points or get more value for you know for points and stuff like that so i can I think yeah, the game is changing. People are learning. There are more stats available than ever, so you can always get the information anywhere that you want. Yeah. Right now. Thanks to live. The, the, the community is growing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Mr. Live. Yeah. Himself, Thank Michael you so Bully. much. You make us sleep at night knowing where we are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout, shout outs to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Like, speaking of this, speaking speaking of keeper again, I think like if I was guaranteed that Alison will have the best start in terms of goalkeeping I'm, I'm i might not be against having him and like you say like we don't know what liverpool defense is gonna start at the start of at the start of the season there is a lot of injuries coming back three players coming back from injury a new signing coming in Trent, even Trent now is currently injured so i don't know how the defense is gonna pan out at the start of the season but yeah it's not a bad idea to go with the Keeper, you think is gonna give you the most points since you are gonna wild card after five games or after six games. Then yeah. after six games, you can structure your team to the end to the end of this. Like this is the team I want for for the for the long term. But for the start of the season, it's more about points. I completely agree with you. Yeah. And that yeah. Okay. Um. So is there anything you're looking forward to um next season or you're most excited about? Let's put it that way. I am excited to see fans uh, in the stadium again. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see. Um, uh, you know, I really feel like the the form of Liverpool going down is the missing of the fans. If they were there singing all the songs for Firmino and Salah and Mane, I think we would have done a lot more than we did last season. So yeah. I'm really excited to see this again. Okay. I think um, the game is going to go back to normal. Normal meaning before last season. Yeah. Where, what you know, is normal? We oh, don't know. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? There's a new definition for it now. But I mean, let's say home games are going to matter now because you have the fans there. You know, because last season, home games are away. It doesn't matter. In fact, people, there's some teams that have lost more away home games than even the away games. So yeah. I think things are going to change. Yeah, yeah actually, go last, yeah. Yeah. last season. Yeah. Actually, last season was the first season, I think, 
in uh, in the Premier League history that uh, there were we are more away away wins than home wins in the season. So yeah, yeah, that you can see the effect of the fans. It was it, it really mattered. So yeah, hopefully if we have the the fans back, it will yeah mean uh, more home wins, and that will mean that my captaincy should be much better than it was last season because I am one who always strategy. My captaincy with, with the yeah, I choose the wrong season, but even though I had a very decent captaincy return over the course of the okay. season because okay. it was my highest ever, but still it was not enough. Yeah, so I think next season it will be. A more viable option than a more viable strategy than it was last season. So okay. I'm expecting more from my captains. Yeah. All right. Um. So uh, last question: What are your targets for the next season? Or oh, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself? <laughs> me? No, of course. Okay. The first one I know. Okay. Let me just guess the first one. You want to beat your brother? I want to beat my brother. I just don't want to. I don't want any more talk. Let him. Let me just beat him. Uh, by three positions, yeah. hopefully. So there's, I can add more, you know, sauce into the saga. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. but I would, I would really like to win. I, w- I would like to win the the Koto Classic for sure, and that's definitely my goal. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try and start okay. strong. I hope I don't. It doesn't come back to bite me. But I would like the Allison strategy to go through, and we'll be talking hopefully soon. And you'll be saying, "I wish I did it." You know. Nice. <laughs> Okay, so, um, Chama, any more questions? Let's steal uh, all these ideas. So the, the, the goalkeeper idea is a good one. So we're gonna steal. No, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the goalkeeper idea, yeah. It's okay. not a bad idea. That's a that's a good. It's a good idea. I don't I don't know if I will go there, but yeah, it is it, it, it is it is a very decent one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, I think I'm good. I'm good to go. I think I I got all I got all I wanted from 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 my man, and yeah, I will. Hey man, this is what we do here. We invite managers and steal all their ideas. This is what you know? it is, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, okay, so uh, it was nice talking to you, Chris. Yeah. Um, any last words? You want to get anything in before we, we close? No, man. Um, I'm just really happy that you guys invited me on here again. I really enjoyed the the go to classic last season and the group chat is very saucy you know everyone is over oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so i would really i would be i'm really looking forward to having more players on it as well i think um do we have do we have any new managers coming in this year to the go to classic hopefully. Um, hopefully we'll have some more hopefully. it's just the, the regular ones but mostly the new ones are not really as active like speaking they used to listen okay you know, okay uh, so we want to get them more yeah. involved with the arguments you know yeah just <laughs> argue it's about football so we argue your team. yeah i'm always there defending manchester united you know anything which must be a hard thing to so. do you know on a regular it's really difficult yeah. but yeah i'm always up for it man you know always there <laughs> yeah but right, lot, so really no, thanks it's a pleasure to be here no problem you're always welcome to to join us man you're always welcome yeah okay so listeners thank you guys for listening as always um we'll be back here for to continue the series so yeah Catch you guys on the next one. Bye.